Welcome to today's show of the Marketing Hour. On today we have special guest Dan Da Silva. How you doing, Dan? Good, guys. Thanks for having me out here. It's my oh, pleasure. Thank you, man. Seriously, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah the, the, the topic of today's show is, is lead generation. And many people don't know this, but you've kind of been underground for the last year, year and a half, really just killing it. Uh, with lead generation on both ends of the spectrum. Lead generation when it comes to affiliates, lead generation when it comes to uh, doing it without affiliates. Um, and, and, and many people, I think, would love to know exactly what you're doing. So that's kind of the topic of today's show, but this is really laid back. You can curse, you can talk about sex if you want. Um, <laughs> Gilbert has Gilbert has been often known for using very graphic <laughs> wording to describe what things look like and feel like. It's a, so go ahead, man. There's no fucking hold barred here. Absolutely. Everyone just wants you to swear and say cool shit that is about marketing. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. That that sounds. I like that. No hold. Nothing. Nothing held back. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like a, a chill place for you know marketers to hang out and talk and kind of wind down at the uh, end of the week so um tell me man I, you're, you're doing a launch right now aren't you yeah currently yeah right now we're we're mid-launch closer to the end of it as well we're probably gonna close down well not probably we're closing down on monday um we're doing we're doing pretty well so can't complain about that and um, but yeah currently mid-launch didn't you generate something like nineteen thousand leads uh, right now, before it's it even oh, twenty one thousand. Yeah, right now, before you, before you even launched. Yes, before we even launched. Now that That's was uh, that was, yeah, that was pretty fun. What we did, um, so we actually did a few things because uh, we know there's there's two ends when it comes to marketers uh, online. There's people that have a lot of volume, and there's people that can make a lot of sales. Okay, mm -hmm. typically, unless you're Ty Lopez, you can't do both. All right, so you can either send a lot of volume, thousands of clicks, and you can do decent amount of sales, or you can make a lot of sales with very low amount of clicks. So I thought, all right, how do we go out there and kind of uh, and kind of hit both ends of the spectrum? So what I did was I took a unorthodox stance to it, and I looked out into the marketplace as a whole, and I thought, all right, first off, I have something pretty unique here. I have something nobody else is talking about, but I'm also going out there, and I'm I'm actually utilizing what I'm teaching about, which is about influencers. So I actually got connected through Fred Lamb, actually, um, to somebody named Jason. And Jason has multiple pages on Instagram where he has millions of followers. I think uh -huh. his flagship one has like two million followers on it. So I ended up started talking to Jason, and I started connecting with more of these influential people on Instagram. So I went out there, and, and through him, I was able to meet people with anywhere from a million to two million fans that are following them, 100,000, 500,000, et cetera. Now, there's like this little underground group of these guys, 50 to 100 of them, that just, and they built up their own email lists as well, but they have a following that's, number one, passionate, and mm -hmm. they, they engage super highly with, um, with them as well. So I decided, you know what, let's see how I can tap into this. And uh, within, I think it was like the first 48 hours, or I'm sorry, the first 24 hours, we ended up generating like 10,000 leads when we had the leads contest, um, and they were just flooding in. Now, the way I did it as well, which was a little different, because I know you mentioned figures as well. Um, again, there was different scopes of it. There was affiliates that were able to make a lot of sales with a fairly smaller amount of people. And then there were these massive people that were sending massive leads. Now, these massive leads, because it's completely cold, because these are absolutely cold leads, we have to put them through a little bit of a series, a four-part video series. And we ever so slightly just kept feeding them these videos. Now, the videos are ranged from 25 to 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. The whole point of these videos is to introduce those people because, again, you have to keep in mind, it's not like you were going out here into JVZoo. Everybody knows about a certain type of topic like Facebook ads. The majority of people know about Facebook ads. They know about how to use it. They know software to help them. They know the terms, et cetera. A lot of times when you're going out there and playing to the masses, you have to realize that um, a lot of people don't even know what CPM stands for, CPC. They don't know anything. and they need, A lot of times people don't even know that Facebook has an ad platform that you can advertise on, on Instagram, that right. you can go ahead and even have a Shopify store. They've never heard of Shopify. So you have to kind of reintroduce the topic but angle it in such a way where it teaches them how to do it without revealing every single thing. So you need to kind of give them like 10, 15% of what the entire thing is, push them to a system like a workshop, right? Where it teaches them. Now, again, there's a bunch of different things that go into it. There's a ton of dynamics yeah. that go into so, it. But we have to figure out how to turn those leads 
into cash. And that's kind of what we've been doing now. Obviously, right. there's different leads like I've been talking about where there's cold, warm, and then really hot leads. Right. So I guess if I had, if I had to kind of summarize it here for people that are just hopping on, um, what, you, what you do on the affiliate side of lead generation, and, and we'll get to the other side of, of lead generation where there's no affiliates in a second. What you do on the affiliate side of lead generation is you, you do a leads contest, right? So I assume you give away some prizes, and then uh, the goal of the leads contest, if I'm understanding you right, is to get as many leads as possible, and then what you do is you create videos in kind of a newbie-friendly way, um, while also, I would assume, showing how well you're doing and the results you're getting, right? So they get excited about the results, they get engaged with the content, and then they go through this video series, however long it is, and then once launch day happens, you just have all these people ready to buy because you've been training them for, you know, I mean, how long do you normally train them for? Uh, typically, we'll actually push it out to around four days. The third, uh, I'm sorry, the fourth video will be just a blatant, hey, join the workshop. But there's a way you construct the videos. It's not just going out there and teaching somebody. Uh -huh. there, there's a lot of stuff that happens inside of these videos, and this is where it really comes into play. There's an intro, you hook them in, then there's the content. And then say it's a 20 minute video, you're gonna spend like five minutes in the beginning hooking them in and then kind of giving them exactly what you're trying to teach them. If they don't understand the concept, you give it to them. And then you build out this content where it's very newbie friendly. And as the videos go on, it gets a little bit more advanced, but still easy enough for anybody to follow. Mm -hmm. But at each and every video, say you have a 20 minute video, you're at least gonna take seven minutes to pitch to them to join a workshop, to take some sort of action. Because the more commitment you can get from anybody in the beginning stages, the easier it is it's going to be to make the sale in the end. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can get them to go ahead and uh, like, comment, and even register manually to one of your workshops, which is essentially what we wanted to happen, um, the more you're going to get in terms of sales and engagements as well. So okay. the videos were laid out in such a way where it, it teaches enough for people to go out there and make money. And that's the number one thing that a lot of people don't realize is if they were to watch these videos and implement all four days or all three technically, because the fourth day is just a pitch to go out there and join the workshop. If they were to implement and actually take action, they will 100% earn money. Like right. there's no question about it. And that's something that we actually talked about in the workshop that we hold as well is that we teach people how to make money because if they go out there and try the system, they implement it. And again, there's a small percentage that do, they make money. Even if they make 10 bucks, they'll invest $1,500. They'll invest 2,000 because you made the money already. Yeah, so, so, so that's, that's what, what you do, right? You, you, you get all these people on and then you're selling higher price courses, yep. $1,000, $2,000 price range. That's incredible, yep. man, that's great. You know, so, I was I was actually looking at the leaderboard um, that you had sent out because uh, last week I was thinking about it. I was like, hmm, I wonder what Dan DeSilva's up to. I haven't heard from him in a while. And and then like two days ago, I see your email, so I look at it and I'm like, dang, I've never heard of any of these people. This is awesome. You know, like yeah. you got 19,000 leads, 300k. Um, so let me ask you this: if if someone wanted to implement this. Um, are there any resources you would recommend they, they read up on to do this? I mean, what, what would you call this? I mean, I, I've seen other people do this, but I've not seen them be as effective at it as you are. So what, what I would suggest, again, it all boils back down to um, stepping outside of your, your, the comfort zone that you're in. Like right now, you guys can name pretty much everybody off the JVs you've seen off the top of your hand. So can I. I can name a bunch of people. You know, right. there's so many people that we can go ahead and name. But when I ask you, okay – Who's got more value? Uh, who's got more volume than you know somebody like Backer, right? Who can send more volume? We're like, uh, I don't know. Right. Well, I can name multiple people. I stepped outside of this realm that of normality that everybody's used to and went out and started finding different type of people. There's people that I have right now that email me every day that have thirty thousand subscribers on YouTube and they're asking me to promote, setting up dates to promote with oh, me. Oh wow! Two people and. Um, Again, I went out and started stepping out of the realm of what we're all uh, used to, and I decided, all right, since I have these people with some pretty awesome power, and again, you have to keep in mind that once you step out of this realm that everybody's used to, there's a difference between leads and buyers, very big difference. You right. have to really know how to sell the leads and turn them into buyers because the conversion rates aren't like Zoo and Warrior Plus, right? You're not getting those 15% conversions. If you're getting like 2 3%, you're doing phenomenal. Right. If you're getting a, on a webinar, all these cold leads are converting at seven, eight percent on a fifteen hundred dollar product. You're you're gonna make millions of dollars. I'm telling you that because the right. volume game is into play at this point. Um, so yeah, it's kind of what I did was stepped out of the realm and started finding different people out there uh, who just had these massive audiences. And I said, 
I know you're not tapping into them. I know you guys aren't monetizing them the way you should be. And I had this massive audience that I built up as well. And I monetized it, showed them how I monetized it. And then they're like, all right, let's 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 go ahead and do this. Let's run it. That's so interesting, man. Have a audience, send me their leads. I make them money. They're happy. Next time around, they do the same thing. And it just keeps building and building and building. Because if somebody came to you, Bill came to you right now and said, you know what? You know, Stephen, what happened? Dan, last time, he I, I promoted for him. He helped me out with everything. And I know you have 15,000 people on your list or whatever it is. And he did everything. So it's so easy. And let's say you never heard of me. What you're going to do is you're going to look me up, contact me, and say, hey, Bill told me X, Y, and Z. It becomes word of mouth at that point. It just keeps rolling over and over and over. Really? That's why I keep having more of these influential people come out and reach out to me. Um, and that's pretty much how we kind of, uh, kind of took that aspect as well. And it's different. And the reason why this even came up uh, sorry, Bill, I think you were about to say That's that. That's all right. That's all right. Go ahead, the man. Run with it. was because um, was I did it with our e-com stores. I went out there, and if you look at companies like Shreds, Sugar Bear Hair, Sugar Bear Hair, they got Kylie Jenner um, to go out and promote their stuff. No shit. They, but not only that, MVMT watches, movement watches. Uh, the kid who owns it, he's 24 years old, and he just got onto the Forbes 30 under 30. Kylie Jenner goes ahead and uses them. They use influencers. That's their model, is to go out and find people with millions of followers, hundreds and thousands of followers, and tap into their audiences. So that's the, where I, the idea came from. Was I was like, wait a minute. There's people with audiences that don't monetize it except videos, pictures, and this and that. And I thought, heck with it. I'm the one who knows how to make money here. I can convert their leads. If they don't want to do it, I'll do it. They focus on building their audience. I'm going to focus on tapping into their audience. And again, there's not many people that are going out there and doing that. So right now, I'm just the one cashing in on it. Absolutely. I saw your car, man. You drive a BMW i8, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm my actually, God. I'm actually tra trading that one in because I don't really like it. I'm going, going a step higher. Cause, oh, uh, of course. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy has, has a Lamborghini Huracan, and I was like, ooh, I want one. So so that's what that's what I'm going towards next. But uh -huh. um. Yeah, so I love the i8. It's just it's been in the shop. I just got it back after like 27 days. Um, they had to wait crap. from apart from Germany, and and then again I picked it up two days later. The same thing happened. They didn't even fix the freaking car. Um, and then right when I took it back, they fixed it in a day. I was like, yeah, thanks guys, <laughs> so thanks. Bill, was there something you wanted to say? Yeah, I was just gonna say like you're all you're doing right now, right? Is it, it's the simplest thing in the world. I remember back in the day, like. When everyone was like, oh, you can only find solos in the MMO niche, the first thing you'd say is you'd say, go to another site, find somebody that's got an email opt-in box on their page and talk to them about possibly a promotion and getting a solo ad in like the fitness niche or in like the dog niche or exactly. wherever. So all you've done is you've taken that out into what's current and modern and not necessarily a Google search, but you're hitting up what's important today, which is Instagram, which is YouTube. And it reminded me of, I remember, and I totally forgot about it until you just said it, but a buddy of mine did a great launch, and I had no idea who the hell his top guy was, and apparently he drove like 300 sales or something like that, and he was just a guy that he found on YouTube that was in the make money online space, had never done a launch, never done affiliate marketing, he'd just go in, he'd do some videos, he'd sell them like some of his stuff every now and then, but that wasn't his gig. His gig was he just wanted to have lots of people. So when he finally did an affiliate promo, it was just like his first one was a monster. Exactly. I can't believe I forgot about that. Yep. And the key part for me is what you're saying here for anyone that's watching is that the stepping outside of the comfort zone, right? It's getting out there and I'm guilty of that. Like just get out there and go talk to people that, that aren't regulars in the scene sure you're going to want to have some regulars around your business that that will help you and be there and, and grow with you and, and support your stuff but to get out there and make the new connections and and not the people you're going to see at the next conference but people that you wouldn't see there yep. there's so many people out there that have such a reach that we sometimes get stuck in our little bubble and you're proof of what happens when you step out of that bubble, Speaking right? of, Speaking of, like, uh, we have a question from a viewer, Dan, if you don't mind. Duck Starks okay. asks, uh, how are you finding these, these, these people, these influencers per se? Um, because he wants to do more like, stuff like this himself. So how, how, do you how do you go about finding these people that have massive audiences and, and, and leveraging them? The trick is you find one and all the others come. 
Um, cause one person, if you find one person, they run in the same circle. These guys like us, you find one JV zoo guy, you find all of them, right? It's like an ant. They lead you right back to, right back to the nest. That's okay? true. I, you that's find smart. one and you, and you find all of them. That's why when I found one YouTuber, I pretty much found all of them. They run in the same circle. I found one influencer and he's the top guy in, in the kind of success pages, right? Mm -hmm. So he has the success pages where he has like 2.5 million followers. And he has people under him and like 75 to 100 of them that have like 100,000, 500,000, a million people. So you add these all up and their total reach is anywhere from 20 to 30 million different people. And if you wow. think about it, you tap into four or five of them, you can be in front of five, 10 million people like that. So right away, that gives you the complete advantage over everyone else. And like I said, they all run in the same circle. It's like they're like ants, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody or all ants go right back to their nest at the end of the so day. Let me ask you a question about that because to me that sounds like basically what you have is you've got your own Facebook targeting network, right? Like when you go into the ads manager and you can find out your ads and get your ideal people and you have it. But it sounds like a broad spectrum. So are you getting a bunch of people with the intention of having just like mostly cold traffic coming in and working with conversions <laughs> based on the cold traffic for your offers? A hundred percent. Now here's a hundred percent. What I'll go and do is I'll I'll convince them. Obviously, it takes networking. It takes building <laughs> friendships and whatnot. It's not like, hey, you have two million people promote my stuff. That's not how it works. You gotta have to figure out who to talk to to get in there. So uh, there's there's more to it, obviously, than just hey, there's this person and promote the end. Now you can go out and pay them for a promotion. So basically, what's happening is you're essentially endorsing them. Think about Nike uh, endorsing LeBron James or somebody else. Same concept. Or what can happen is you get endorsed for free. That's essentially what's happening here. Um, so, it, I mean, if you think about this uh, in, in like a broader spectrum, these endorsements are either number one, going to get paid directly from you and somebody, uh, some people in the affiliate marketing space, how, now these are massive people as well. I'm not going to name any, um, but I know some that do. What they do is they'll actually take money up front. So what happens is you can pay them $100,000 for a promotion and they're still going to want a percentage of sales. Now, $100,000 will be that retainer. If they go out there and make 300,000 in sales, you just gotta pay them the rest of the 50. And you, it's say it's a 50-50 split, you make 150, they make 150, you put up the 100,000 as well. Essentially, what you're doing is just endorsing them. Um, now, these are like the big volume guys as well. But essentially, um, and that's very far and few between, I just have to add that out there. It doesn't happen a lot in the affiliate space, uh, but there are a few that do do that. But when it comes down to other markets as well, uh, and specifically using like Instagram influencers and going out there and finding YouTube uh, personalities, they're more so gonna want to know if you can either number one, pay them, or number two, how they're going to be making money, which is giving them a percentage of sales and whatnot. And at that point, and here's, and here's something else, <coughs> when you mention a dollar, two dollar EPCs, they're like, they're like, what? They think but that's the same. Like, you know, the zoo guys, I'm like, you're getting a dollar, two dollar EPCs, you're like, well, then what the hell am I promoting? That's because that's because <laughs> you, you know you're dealing with volume. You're dealing it's with cold traffic. Yeah. Yep, hundred percent. So now, here's oh, go ahead. Sorry. That no worries. I'm just kind of like spitting it off the top of my head. Um, that traffic. If you're smart enough to realize this, what can you do with the traffic that comes to your website? If somebody hits your website, what's the pretty much obvious thing to do? Get them on your to, list. Yeah, build your list, but not only that, but retarget Pixels. them. Exactly. Retarget them. So not only can you automatically get that lead onto a list, you can just always, always, always be in front of their face at any given time. I had somebody message me the other day. They're like, oh, I remember when you had 2,000 people on your fan page and you grew it in like two months to like almost 7,000 people. I was like, yeah, I just retargeted the heck out of everyone who came to my site with non-link, non-promotional based stuff. Meaning I went out there and gave them a story because story is what sells the best. You get somebody to buy a story and you make a sale every single day, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So when I went out there and I have one that's currently, if you just went to Dan DeSilva, the fan page and look at the very first thing, there's no links in the, in the post. It's just me standing in front of a Shopify sign explaining more of what I did. And they already know that I work with some form of e-commerce, so I use that particular post to go out there and reinforce what I did without ever promoting to them. So that brings their guard down, and I'm able to go ahead and have the kind of the micro presence in front of their face at any given time. So if they see my name in their inbox, they go ahead and associate it with that post. Well, it's funny that you – sorry, I'm just going to cut that off because I just want to tie this into to real-world stuff. Like you go to – you see on TV, you see McDonald's not doing pitches. You see every advertiser not pitching. Yep. Like, come in, buy now. What they're talking about is their brand, their marketing. There's and I think story. it's a very clear distinction right. that you just made there. 
they're they're creating the message, which our job as marketers is to convey the value. By what you're doing, by not pitching right away, is you're conveying the value to the people who actually will see the value in it. And then behind closed doors in your emails and, and things like that, that's where the pitch happens. It's like they're in your store once they do that. So yeah. the key thing for people is to realize that our marketing, and I mean Dan on the massive scale, he does it now, um, our marketing is all about our message. And then the behind the closed doors when they're in your store, that's where the pitching gets done. So that key, key point for, for people to understand there is that well, you're right. actually marketing, right? You're getting the message of you and what you do out there to people and how it can maybe help them, but no pitch. You're just offering value and that's something that people need to understand. That's what our job is. Get people seeing value and then they'll buy stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is Dan, what you're doing is really kind of seems like you've really just taken the skills you learned from IM but applied it to the world instead yeah. of just the small niche. You know, I think it's yeah. brilliant. Um, I did yeah. have a question. Um, so when you're doing these, you know, the lead contest to generate the leads, uh, how much do you try to give away? And I know people are going to be like, Ugh, but what you know, when you think about how much you're making, it ends up being worth it. So I mean, you know, could could you walk us through like uh, your, your setup for the the leads contest and and how many days it lasts, if you don't mind? Sure. Uh, so for the leads contest that I did with this, and to understand why I did it this way, you're going to have to understand how it works. So I use I didn't use JVZoo. Um, the reason being, I don't want to pay five percent. Uh, on top of the 3% that I'm already paying PayPal or another merchant. So I decided, all right, I'd rather pay $300, $500, $1,000 a month on Infusionsoft, and they have their own platform. So I had to, the hardest thing for me was to convince the affiliates to leave their comfort zone and come <laughs> to my platform. So that was the hardest thing I had to do. Um, and how it works is Infusionsoft allows me to get, and JVZoo does this as well, so keep that in mind. If you go ahead and click that little box, it says pass parameters to sales page. You're going to notice on like whatever it is, like uh, makemoney.com slash AFF equals or question mark AFF equals or AID equals one, two, three, four. Now that number one, two, three, four, I pull it down and what happens here is if somebody opts in, I get their name, email, and I get the AID in the browser. It's a hidden field that automatically gets pulled. So what that does here is in my email that I send out, I have a custom variable. So what I'll do is I'll take the regular link and stuff in my affiliates, uh, the person who referred that lead, their link is automatically gonna be stuffed in. So if they go ahead and click on that link again, you get re-cookied. The affiliate that sent me that lead gets cookied back to them. So all they have to do is offer something for free, and I go ahead and do the, I do the selling for them on their behalf. Mm -hmm. So they get bombarded by me, not the affiliate who's promoting. The affiliate just looks like the good guy who's going out there and giving them something for free. So I do all the heavy lifting. Now people love that, but here's the thing. The way I structured my lead contest was I created two lists and I got my programmers to go ahead and integrate this all together. So I did a overall contest. I think it was like $20,000. Whoever sent the most leads got $9,000. Um, the second place was like four or 5000 something like that. So I went ahead and did that. But what's different that I did was I actually started paying 2 to $3 extra per lead. Now, you're probably like, well, why'd you do that? Here's the thing. You get paid 2 to $3 on a confirmed lead. That means a double opt-in lead. So I get this massive list of 21,000 people. Now, as you may or may not know, the double opt-in rates have decreased tremendously. People aren't going in there and double opting in anymore. Right. Everybody just wants single opt-in and that's it. So for me to have a lead that says, yeah, confirm my email, hit me with messages whenever you can, that's worth more <laughs> than 2 to $3 per me. Absolutely. So what I did was... I went ahead in the beginning, the first three days, I offered $2 per lead. And then what I told all my affiliates was, all right, guys, let's switch up the angle and let's go ahead and promote the, um, promote the workshop registration. Now, I did this a little bit differently. I had a workshop registration page. And then what it did was once they opted in, they were taken to another page where they manually had to sign up. I didn't go ahead and automatically sign them up because the attendance rate would have been lower. So I decided to go out there and have it manually, manually done. So out of like around 18,000 leads at the time when we did that, we had like five to 6,000 leads. So about 30% of them decided to click on another button and register again. So that's great. That means the conversions were higher and we got the average of 25, 30% to show up, which was even better. So that's kind of the process that we went through. Now, all of these, out of all 21,000 leads, we got around like 6,000 that double confirmed. So that's 6,000 real emails that I know. Now, yeah, I paid out like an extra anywhere from twelve dollars to $16,000, but I have 6,000 leads 
that opened my email and willingly said, yes, keep marketing to us. Yes, I want to go ahead and verify that this is that this is me. This is I. You can keep marketing to me. So, so again, you don't actually have to go out there and have the double confirmation. I did that because out of all the leads that I got, I want to see who is the best qualified. Right. Now, obviously, as you could imagine, I have way more conversions from the double opt-in list than the mass list. Um, but again, it's because those people have taken little micro actions to show me. And I wanted to reward affiliates that sent me the most confirmed leads as well. So that's exactly what I did. Interesting. So yep. just to recap here, when when the lead opts in, they get put on two lists. One is a single yep. opt-in list, one is a double opt-in list. Yep. Brilliant. All right. I just so they to... get they get the automated email from the uh, from the no double opt-in list. And they're going to get even. Well, they're already separated on. So everybody's on a mass list, and that's the only list you have to worry about during a launch like this. Because the double opt-ins are fine, but those are the ones that I know 100% willingly said yes. Keep marketing to me. Those are the higher converting ones, etc. So that's kind of how I segmented out and wanted to go ahead and reward the affiliates that promoted the um, promoted the leads contest as well. And it it also makes everybody happy because if you're getting like an extra two to three dollars for every single lead, you're like heck yeah. On top of the prizes <laughs> you're gonna get. So and and is there anything special you do? To to try to convert the single opt-in leads to double opt-in leads? You give them content or something? Nope, there's nothing special that I do. Is if they want to go ahead and do it, I'm not going to push them to confirm because at that point it's just like if I have to incentivize a confirmation, is it really worth the two dollars to three dollars average that they're going to be worth to me in the end? Not really. So I let them decide for themselves. Now they get the first email, which is the basic here's your free download, here's the video, and then they get another email that says confirm your email. So I mean they still get two, but the people that actually get the, both emails from me and go out of their way to click on the confirm one and actually confirm it, those people are worth a lot of money to me. Um, I can tell you right now, definitely worth more than two to three dollars each. Absolutely, a hundred percent. So for Absolutely, me, it's just man. an easier thing for me to process through my mind that I should do to get these leads. Um, brilliant, man! This is incredible. So, the the lead contest. How long do they usually last? Three, five days. Um, I lasted mine around uh, from the 3rd to the 10th, so, so I did about seven days. So that's what That's what I ran for mine. So I guess just to recap here one more time, um, you, re you reach out to these influencers and find people with audiences, do all the selling for them, get them to send people to your, 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 your opt-in form or whatever that you're doing, um, and, and then you host a contest. Uh, we're giving away money for leads. Um, it lasts seven days, and then uh, the whole point of getting those leads, right? Because obviously, at this point, they're still cold traffic. Is to right. warm them up to what you're eventually going to be selling them. So mm -hmm. you give them ten to fifteen percent of the method, but also kind of explain things in a way that even people who are internet marketing illiterate can understand. And then and and. And then, once launch day happens, you have all these people that you've gotten from cold leads that are now warmed and prepped to pay you fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars or more, essentially. Is yep, exactly. Brilliant, dude. And what you're you said that the affiliates don't have to do the selling; you do the selling. So after the lead contest is closed, so if I get this straight. You're running the lead contest for the affiliates, mm -hmm. and then they make the commissions on your hard selling. Exactly. After that, that's yep. brilliant because no yep. affiliate sitting there going, "Hey, dude, do this. Let's find new ways to add value to the same shit over the next yep. five days." Right? It's like, here, take some free stuff. This guy's cool. Exactly. And then I do all the heavy lifting and sell for them. I sell to their leads, and these affiliates that promoted the leads contest, they still get credit for the sales. Yeah, so, that's awesome, man. Great, great stuff. Yeah, so thank, thank we, you. We kind of took the, yeah, of course. I, and to elaborate more on this and kind of quickly say this, um, we took the same idea. And now, again, launching for me, this product <coughs> that we launched already netted us, and this is profit for us. And this is running it to literally Facebook ads and Instagram as well. Before I launched it, I did around a quarter million dollars just to myself. I didn't split that with any affiliates. Now, how did I do that? I ran the same funnel. Now, before I launched this product with mass affiliates, I tested it myself. Right. So that's how I know how it works on cold traffic because um, I went out there and tested it to literally every single person I could uh, possibly target when it came to YouTube ads, uh, Facebook ads retargeting uh, just on Facebook and Instagram as well. So I went out there and ran as much traffic as I can and I ended up generating 10,000 leads myself and out of those 10,000 leads, we were able to do a quarter of a million dollars from that 
and the product was around a thousand dollars. So out of ten thousand, so, we convert one hundred and fifty of them. This would be a good segue to talk about how you handle the other side of things when you're trying to get basically what you just said, <laughs> testing the funnel and getting leads um, without affiliates. Do you have any advice you'd like to offer on 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 that or? Yeah, definitely. Um, anybody who wants to currently go out and generate leads, two to three dollars per lead is what you can expect average on cold traffic. So me paying two to three dollars per contest is me like running cold traffic. Uh, it's just faster and a lot more leads. Um, and the best route that I can tell anybody to go down right now is value, is content, is going out there. And, and with Facebook, you can actually target the people. And this is why video ads are going to be really important in 2017 onwards, is if you created like a 10-minute video, right? Facebook gives you analytics on like 75, 90% of the video watched, et cetera. And you can target those people by how much time they watch. So what you want to do is as somebody who's trying to build up a massive list, go out and give first. The number one thing you want to do as an internet marketer is provide as much value as you can first and ask later. That's the difference. Everybody who's asking first and providing later, they're the ones that you see probably pushing out 10, 15 sales. Those who are giving first and then asking later are the ones that are able to go out there and make thousands of dollars and thousands of sales over and over and over again is because their model, and, and think about somebody like Gary Vee. How many times have you seen Gary Vee promote something? Probably ever, n never. But when he does and when he will and if he has a book release, whatever, people are going to flock to him because of the content he puts out. And that's kind of what I realized as well. Started implementing that and I actually built out a brand, Ecom Dudes. And we actually have that to around like forty to $50,000 a month right now, monthly recurring. And all we have to do is go out there and keep creating content. That's what we did. We followed that content strategy. Um, and, and we have a monthly site at around 47 bucks and there's like seven, 800 people in there right now that are paying that much. Wow. So the model is a little bit differently as well, where I hire coaches that know what they're doing, come in, but all I do is focus on the content and ask for cash or ask for the lead later on. So awesome. if you were basically, and this, this is something that should be like really good to people who are, who are new or just getting started out. Cause we have a few of them on the show as well. Um, a lot of what you've talked about sounds good to guys that, that have some stuff and, and they're, they're already going and they know what their offer is. But basically what I just heard there from you is with content being king, which we all see that that's the way it's going, with content being king, you just have to have a ballpark idea of what you want to talk about. You don't even have to have an offer. Just start getting these followings so that by the time you have something to offer, you've given the values there. A guy like Dan shows up and says, hey, I'm going to do all the selling for you because you've got a big ass list of people and followers that's going to happen. So as long as you have a broad spectrum idea of what you're going to be wanting to sell in the future, you could get started today building that list and not have to worry about offering anything. And you'd still have loyal followers that will eventually buy anything you want. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head right there. Without a doubt. I mean, somebody who's doing this so perfectly right now, who's giving out free content and still has the volume is people like Ty Lopez. I mean, if you look, he's, he's creating a video every day and everyone might think, oh, that's pretty cheesy on what he does. <laughs> yeah, but he's the guy with volume and not only does he have volume, but his volume sells. So right. I don't care what anybody says. That's about the thing is, dude. No matter what anybody, that's who. who you can hate on him, but he's a, he's effective. Oh, yeah, yeah, like it doesn't matter what we feel about these people. If they've got 3 million views or 4 million views and we're scraping by with like 10,000 views, obviously <laughs> when it comes to getting the message out, we don't have shit to say about it. You know what I mean? He's, yep. Like him or not, man, the guy knows what he's doing and he's getting in front of people. And I honestly don't care what, what he's doing. The guy's got proof in the pudding that he knows how to get the message out there and affect people. Like he gets people stirring he gets their emotions up and, and ready to go and they feel as though there's value i mean shit the guy talks about books sometimes and people just love that <laughs> you know? it's like wow what value he pointed to a few books in his garage and then named some cars and all of a sudden like people are loving it so he's got it down dan yeah. i know i know you're pressed for time um so it's up to you completely how long you want to stay on. I mean, you can go whenever. I don't want to I'm keep good, you. I'm good right now. I still have I still have a pretty pretty decent amount of time. Okay. So we're good. All right, cool. Um, so does anybody watching have any you know specific questions they'd like to ask Dan? Um, because this is pretty much the only time you're going to get. You know, I mean, Dan is obviously a busy busy man, and his time is very valuable. Um, I guess. One of my questions would be, um, 
what kind of uh, like what happens after the seven days? Like you, you do the you do the leads contest, you generate all the leads. Then what? I guess you do kind of like a webinar workshop or. So after the seven days, yeah. after they send the leads. Yeah. So the launch will run like 14 days total. Okay. Um, rather than like five days, your, your traditional launch that you guys might be used to. What I'll do is do like 14 to like 18 days. Now what that does is, again, not everybody has um, like three days to consider a $1,500 purchase. Some people have to wait for their wives, money to clear, whatever it is. So I give seven days for the lead, get a bunch of people excited, wild up, and then the next whatever seven to nine days that I decide to leave the card open, we'll just keep doing and doing more workshops. So what we'll do is we'll do three workshops on like a Monday, three workshops on like a Thursday, and then we'll go ahead and do like Tuesday, for example, the last three workshops and then close on a Wednesday. So everybody has enough time. We have enough people that can come and join our workshops, et cetera. So we take those 21,000 leads and we keep on doing workshops for them. Um, and they come and they join and they interact and, and they love it. And that's how we kind of monetize it. And now after a launch, right now, you're probably like, all right, well, what do you do with the leads after the launch? What we'll do is we'll cater to them for like a whole two, three weeks. We'll give them a lot of love. Uh, we'll send them, here's a free gift, here's a free group you can join, et cetera. Get them interacting with me again because their first impression of me was, holy crap, this guy won't stop freaking pitching. But <laughs> if they see it's because of the fact that there was a limited time, and if I close down that product for an entire year, they know I'm not BSing. They know I'm not just your typical average marketer, right, who's going out there and reopening the product two weeks later just to make more sales. I'll close it down, wait another year, et cetera. And then they're really thankful about that. I re-engage with the audience again. And then if you look down in like five to six weeks after we close down, I'll actually release something at a lower price point. So $497, $797, whatever it is, just shy of under $1,000. Even $997 will still work, but $797, $497 would be ideal because we're going to be able to scoop up everybody who purchased and love the content, and we're going to be able to scoop up everyone else who didn't have $1,500. So we still make money. You know what happens with all this? I keep it. I don't, I don't have to dish it out to affiliates. Why? Because after the launch, I have those leads. Just like you, if you want to do an internal promotion after a big launch, you keep that money. It's not like the affiliates are getting right, it. It's right. just it's business one-on-one. Um, so again, that's kind of how we monetize it. Now the launch will do really well. We'll do some pretty big numbers. We'll probably hit like a million in revenue. But if we go ahead and do a back end, we'll probably do like $700,000 in profit that we keep from all these leads as well, hitting a lower price point, getting, like I said, all the people who came in and going ahead and getting all the new leads that we have compared to my old lists that I already have. And I just do one really big promotion. And then what I do, and here's kind of the plan, um, is kind of help other affiliates out along the way, um, help and reciprocate, right? And I pretty much build out my brand. So the very first two quarters of 2017, I focus solely on e-com dudes in my brand. And then quarter three and quarter four, I go out there and reciprocate for all of my affiliates. Because again, it, it, the way I look at it is if I need affiliates to go out there and run a business, do I have a business at all? Because if you have, let's say 10 affiliates on a single launch that you have and you did a million dollars, if you try to launch again, three, four months, will you have those same exact 10 affiliates that do the same exact numbers for you? Probably not. And if you do, then holy crap, good for you. Um, but again, more than likely, 90% of the time, that's just not happening. So I kind of figured out, all right, if I have all these affiliates and I still want them on my side for when I launch, how can I balance this out with building my company and helping affiliates as well? So that's what I decided, Q1 and Q2, we open up with a launch, we get a lot of leads, we promote all those leads back to our internal stuff, Q3 and Q4, we go out there and reciprocate for all of our affiliates, still make them money, still make us money, everybody's happy in the end. It's funny because those lower, I've seen it a hundred times, you do like a big ticket offer, a higher ticket offer. And people are almost just waiting for you to offer something that's cheaper. And yep. as soon as you offer something at a lower value, it's like, yes, yep. I can finally give you money. <laughs> Here yep. you go. Exactly. And it's perfect the way you've run that. And I just wanted to also make a note from what I'm hearing that, that you're saying is the difference between success with cold traffic, um, the way you're doing it, and no success, which is what most people will tell you, right? I've tried paid traffic. I don't have any success. Listen to the plan that Dan has because it's not a small plan. <laughs> like to go out and test all this with your videos and your sequences, you're actually putting like a serious shit ton of work 
into creating that plan. And then you're going to go and you're going to test and tweak until all that work pays off. But I think that's an important thing. You're not just going to get away if you want to be doing $1,500 sales and $2,000 sales. You're not going to get away with a, a, um, a free PDF and then a pitch webinar on the end. You know, you got there's got to be work and a plan and, and, and seeing it all laid out in front of you. And I, guys, I, I just want to say, I remember Dan. I don't know if Steve even does, but I remember when Dan was like, I am newbie. And he's like, he's like, I am boss now. Oh, so, dude, like, pay I, attention I, to I what think I launched, saying. I helped him launch like a second or third or fourth product. And like, <laughs> literally, get this October of uh, 20, was it 2015? Yeah, 2015, we, Dan and I launched Flipping Profits and we did 100K and we were fucking stoked. Dan drops off the face of the earth and, I, <laughs> and I'm just, you know, doing my, my same old thing. And then come to find out, Dan's fucking killing it, dude. He's out here just crushing it. He went from a, a six-figure, his first six-figure 100K launch, now doing a million-dollar launch, getting tens of thousands of leads. So, and, and Dan, you didn't even you, you didn't you didn't even graduate high school, did you? Nah, I dropped out. I, I didn't have time for that. Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, look, look at you now, man. You are outperforming and achieving. You're 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 achieving all your goals, man. So that's. Oh, yeah. That's pretty fucking incredible. We have a couple of questions from the audience here. Go for it. Um, Josh, well, we kind of already asked this. I don't know if you want to say anything. And if there's a question you don't feel comfortable answering or don't want to reveal a secret for, totally cool. Um, yeah. um, Josh Baldock asks... How's Dan getting in front of these massive influencers? I can imagine you get a lot of people ignoring you, question mark. All right, so the most the most blatant answer I can give you is networking. But here's the thing. Networking is, is like the, the open-ended answer that anybody can give. Um, it requires a lot of persistence and a lot more luck than anything else. Um, but here's the thing. If you go out and try a 1,000 people, you, you go out and reach a 1,000 accounts. Now, luck is definitely going to be in your favor because you're not going to get a thousand people that turn you down. Make it a hundred people that are interested in 10, 15 people that will actually help you out. But again, a lot of people are going to stop at like 30 after they keep getting rejected. Um, and it's kind of, it's, it's the funniest thing because like uh, cold phone calling where you keep getting rejected, getting rejected, getting rejected. Then you hear these people that are like, yeah, I made a million dollar business cold calling. Well, yeah, because they called enough people. Same thing when you reach out. Now, like I said before, you only need one person. You need one freaking person to open the door for everything. Um, and, and one person that I can definitely say was in my corner through all of this. And, and the one person that really made it happen for me um, is Jimmy, Jimmy Kim. He actually helped me get in uh, it, my foot inside with a lot of these people, uh, people like Onik and Fred Lamb. Fred introduced me to influencers and these influencers with millions of people, they introduced me to more people. And it just became like a really big spider web of networking. Uh, that's essentially what it became. Um, so, are there any networking like is the a, best thing you can do? You need to meet one person. Once you have that one person, you you have the venues you have at your disposal are immense. Mm -hmm. um, so just keep that in mind. It's all about networking and a little bit of luck as well. So I can't say it's a it's a hundred percent skill and whatnot because no matter what, no matter how you slice it, um, to get to certain levels, it it does require a little bit of luck. But obviously, you have to put in effort to even see anything. Is are there any events you recommend people attend? Like. Uh Besides, you know, I mean, what, what events would you, would you say people should go to if they want to do stuff like this? All of them. All, all of them. All of them. The end. Get to the ones you can get to, period. Because um, no matter what, you might meet. Even if there's like an event like uh, in San Diego, the, I think it's like traffic. Oh, no, it is traffic conversions. Um, TNC, right? You go to TNC. The anybody of anybody that's, that's in internet marketing is at TNC. That's um, amazing. But here's the thing about that. It's not like JB Zoo very catered to, to, to the zoo crowd, right? Now you go to TNC, you have big companies that are there. We're talking like eight-figure technology companies that go there. Um, and you also have people that are there. Like um, I forgot I forgot who, who it was exactly. But there's there's some very influential people. That guy who had his AdSense earnings of like $100,000 a month. Uh, and he's very well-known, highly trafficked blogger, etc. So that's the type of people. Now, these guys have massive pull. And again, 
just branching out, going to stuff like this, meeting people who know them that get, that can get you into their circle. That's what it's about. So, I mean, everybody on here right now that watches Bill and watches Steven, you guys kind of have your foot in the door already. You can just reach out to them and be like, hey, what's up? And if you want to, if you're serious about it, just start asking questions and then start asking. It does not take any effort to say, hey, can you connect me with X, Y, and Z? Okay, it you know, no effort. It's funny that you say to ask questions because that is the one thing that everyone is so afraid to do, rejection and asking questions. Like we'll host a, a webinar where it's like, hey, got an hour with me, it's completely free, let's just help you get going. And you'll get on the webinar and unless there's any directed content, most people don't wanna ask questions. Yeah. Nope. And they're afraid to ask the questions and they're worried about being rejected. Like. <laughs> there's no way Dan's going to go out and meet these influencers if he's not out there and he is afraid of being rejected and if he doesn't ask any questions like you ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and who cares if people get offended or people ignore you I mean seriously we're putting ourselves out there anyways like it's time to you know just move on get on getting on I think that's a really important part is you can't be afraid of 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 getting told no or being looked at silly or asking questions because those questions, especially if you're at events, that's when the marketers open up, mm -hmm. right? You're at an event which separates, it has this really big power to separate consumer from marketer and kind of goes peer to peer. So what you find in those conversations are people just asking questions. Oh yeah, I did a hundred K. Oh, how'd you do that? Well, just come on over here to the bar and let's have a quick chat. Yeah. And that's where, like, I've learned so much there just from those side conversations, probably more than I ever did in anything I bought. Granted, I paid more to go to those conferences, <laughs> right. but they were all worth it because you just start asking, and then they'll ask you questions, and it turns into a peer-to-peer -peer relationship, which makes life a lot easier. A so lot just some key points I wanted to say there. By the 100%. way, Dan, we've had like six or seven comments saying this is the best episode of the Marketing Hour ever yeah, so far. Good. So I, I really appreciate it. What? All this value and content is the best. <laughs> um, we, uh, by the way, how old are you? Real quick, because somebody wanted to know. I just turned 21. There you like, go, guys. He's 21. In December. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Murray, another guy who's really good at lead generation, he asked, Dan, how did you meet the three people who sent you the most sales? And then uh, Matt asks, how do you earn trust? These are like just general networking questions. So maybe yeah. the better question to ask is um, what networking books do you recommend? <laughs> the net <laughs> All right, so networking 101 with Dan. Let's meet at a conference and let's get wasted. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. All right? You want to network? That's how you network with me. You want to know everything about everything I do? Let's meet at a conference. Let's just take <laughs> two shots and that's it. The end. I will remember you We have if we have a great time, all right? So, again... When it comes down to networking, everyone's a human. Everyone's a freaking human. You have to realize that. When you're talking to someone, like if you came up to me at a network, I'm actually going to look at you and be like, oh, what the hell do you want? I'm going to look at you and be like, hey, what's up? You know, nice to see you, et cetera. If I know you on a personal level, I'll crack some jokes with you, even if they're awkward or not. Um, that's just, you know, what I do. But essentially, just go out there and be a person. Be a human. You're a freaking human. Go out there and talk to people like they're one of you because they are. Nobody should ever be higher than you or, or if they do give off that type of vibe, then guess what? Work harder than they do and become higher than they are. So when they come to you, you're just like, what? All right. So when it comes down to networking, there's no really right way to network. It's being you. And I think that's the best thing for me is being me. Um, I'm pretty weird. I, I'm not weird. I'm just awesome to be around. <laughs> well, hey, Dad, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Two, uh, as a quick scenario. Guy sends you a PM on Facebook, doesn't know you, never met you, never seen you a day in the life, asking you a quick question or bringing you a brilliant idea. Are you going <laughs> to listen to that? Um, Most I'll of the time, it. like, come I'll on. It. You'll acknowledge it, but are you going to pay it real close attention? The other scenario is a guy that you met at a conference, you didn't even have to be getting wasted. You just met, you yep. guys had a good conversation. He goes, hey, Dan, I had this brilliant idea that I thought you might be able to help out with and it'd be a win-win situation. Which guy are you most likely to respond to? That guy's gonna hit me up on my phone number because I'm gonna give him my cell phone number. Exactly, Whereas, and, and that's the thing that I wanna say, is getting there is that is, is important for the networking because people are so much more receptive to 
responding to someone that they know, but not even just that they know on the internet, that they know because they met and they chatted and they had that handshake and they had that belly to belly. Exactly. When somebody, you know, people ask me all, all the time because I have a, I have a lot of my audience that follows me on Snapchat, and I get a lot of people that are like, "Damn, what's your phone number?" And I'm just like, um, maybe one day when we meet up and whatnot, I'll give it to you. But if I meet somebody at a conference who's like, "Hey, great connecting with you. Hey, do you mind if I text you some questions?" I was actually in Miami, uh, probably like four or five weeks ago, and I met. Uh, all right, <clears throat> um, all right, I'm gonna leave that part out. But I met, I met some guy somewhere, and uh, he was like. He's like, are you Dan? I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, oh, I've seen all your videos and when I've been on some of your webinars. I'm like, oh, that's awesome, man. He's like, yeah, I noticed right when you walked in because of your tattoos. I was like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, hey, I, I own a store. I own an e-commerce store. Can, can I text you and, and maybe you can help me out? I never met the guy in my life. But because he was willing to be like everyone that was there and I wasn't alone, I was with friends as well. So if you have the guts to literally stand up and be like, you know what? I'm going to go ask him. I think that's who it is. Even if it wasn't me, that would have been awkward. Mm -hmm. He did it. And I was like, dude, yeah, here, here's my number. I willingly gave him my number. He came up to me face to face and I don't mind doing that at all. But when somebody comes up to me on the internet, they're like, Dan, can I have your phone number, please? I'm just like, um, yeah, it's a little awkward. Uh, I've, I've never met you face to face. And here's the other thing, right? And, and I use this to my advantage all the time. And, and it's happened to me all the time too. Not that I don't want to give my number out, but again, when you go up to somebody in, into their face, if you turn down somebody's uh, request to give you the <laughs> meet them face to face. That's going to be the most awkward thing ever for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just uh, like, uh, no. <laughs> that actually happened. That happened at a conference. Um, I was with my 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 partner Greg and and uh, some guy came up and he was like, "Hey, can I have your phone number so we can chat when we both get back to Australia?" And he he's like, "What's your name?" I like the guy forgot to even introduce himself, you know, and it was the most uncomfortable thing. And so we all just kind of sat there in silence as as Greg said, I, I don't really feel comfortable giving you my number. And the guy's like, oh, OK, uh, OK, dude, no, no problem. I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's OK. And then we just kind of stood there again. He did like he's still standing there. Like literally it was it had to only be 30 seconds, but it felt like forever. And then finally we kind of, I, I'm just kind of like, hey guys, let's uh, let's let's go to the bar, and we just kind of walk away. And we we get we get inside the hotel room or the hotel, and we just start cracking up because it's just so weird, you know, like yeah. whoa, awkward. But you know, so that, exactly, that's a funny yeah. story. It, it I just reminded awkward. me. Yep. It is. So save yourself the awkwardness and, you know, ask Dan instead of Steven and Greg for their phone numbers. No, I give people yeah. my phone number all the time. Steven and Greg. <laughs> um, I mean, it's also, it also has a lot to do with, with, the, with the charisma somebody brings up. If somebody comes exactly. to me like, and they're like, yo, give me your number right now. I'm like, whoa, whoa. All right, I'm just going to purely give it to you out of fear. And if you're awkward about it, I'm just going to, you know, nonchalantly. Like I said, I've never really turned down anybody for my number. Unless it's some really crazy chick, then, then she's just not getting it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, yeah, nobody's really getting turned down. Because here's the thing. Opportunities are literally everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. You might give somebody your number who knows the, the CEO of company X, Y, and Z. And just because you gave them that five minutes, it might turn out to be in your favor. So for me... The odds of you going out there and talking to as many people as you can and getting up to those higher people, it's just way greater if you comply um, with, mm -hmm. uh, and obviously it's, it's on a person to person basis. Um, for me, that's how I view it, is the more people that I can connect with, the better chances I will have getting to where I want to be or at a faster level of where I want to be um, if I just, you know, am not, it's so many words and ask to everybody. So kind of how I look at it. Well, Dan, we, we have seven minutes left. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Like, you can uh, have I the floor if you want. Everything uh, that yeah that I want to talk about, and and, and I'll ask way. you because I have a question when you're done saying. By the way, okay. So really quick. By the way, Stephen, um, we have we have. I'm going to Florida to pick up my PS4, and when I get back here to Jersey, we have to play Destiny. And Bill, oh, you're more. Yeah. Right. I'm an right. Xbox guy, man. So am I. That's what I have here. I have my Xbox. Do you play the division? The no, I don't. Actually, oh, I, okay. Get I play it. Overwatch a lot and watch Netflix. That's pretty much what I. <laughs> I play the division and I watch Netflix. Like the right. division has captured me for a year. Really? Captivated for a year. You got to do it, man. We'll go around the dark zone because no one else has the Xbox. So I got to find someone to play who's got the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got division on PS4, but I'm right. only like level twenty. 
I'm level. I'm. Dan probably doesn't have much time for video games anymore. Yeah, he does. <laughs> with how much he's fucking killing it. Well, I I might have a few minutes here and there. No, you know what? I work a lot, but my sleeping schedule. Here, here's the thing: since I'm young, I take advantage of how fast I can sleep compared to everyone else. So there's in a day, I'll probably like the other day. I went to bed at six in the morning, woke up at nine, um, and I'm totally fine with that. I can I can be the most energetic thing you've ever seen ever with three hours of sleep for a consistent week. I won't crash at all, um, except on like the eighth day, and then I can do it again the next seven days, et cetera. So for me, when I'm bored and it's like five o'clock in the morning and there's no one to talk to, you best believe it, I'm playing video games or I'm going out there and watching Netflix. Now there's work to be done, but you can only do so much before you get fried out for the entire day or the entire week, whatever it is. So you have to have some leisure time. And uh, of course, playing video games is definitely something I like to do. <laughs> awesome. Okay, one question here for you to, uh, to bring this topic into conclusion. So everyone that's watching this, they've got the info. They've said it's like the best marketing hour episode. So kudos to you. I can't believe that given some of our snooze or episodes, this one wins. But for everyone that's listened to everything that you've had to say so far and and what do you think the biggest no-no in this entire business is? Like the biggest don't do that, you're never going to grow, you're never going to succeed. What's the biggest mistake that people might make in stop, getting this going? Stop selling your shit and start helping people. The end. Mm -hmm. That's it. Stop selling your shit and start helping people. Period. You want to know the biggest shortcut that I've ever experienced was actually going out there and putting customers first. The moment I did that, um, I can't even tell you the amount of money I started making. Here's the, like I said before, and if you were here since the beginning of the video, and I know both of you were, but everybody watching, the point of the videos that I give away, those four free videos, well, technically three because the last one's a pitch, and I keep saying that. So the three videos that I give away, if you go out there and watch them and you use it, all right, I give you the business model and the system as well. I guarantee a million percent. Now, legally, the FTC, I'm not allowed to say guaranteed, but I give you a system that I know that will make you money. I never said how much money, $100, $200, fine. Enough to wet your palate to buy what I have to sell, but you're still going to make money, period. So people start to realize, okay, wow, he can help me change my life. I made some money, so yeah, I saw that it works. But being able to go out there and help people, and it's funny, I actually get a lot of backlash for this um, in, in some communities. I provide sometimes too much. Um, I give away too much. Like on this call right now, a lot of people are like, I'm going to be pissed off at you. Yeah. Why are you freaking talking about so much? It's because here's the thing. People want to learn, right? Now, some people might not have a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand dollars in coaching, whatever it is, right? But if you can help somebody for free and help you and help them make money, who are they going to come to to buy something from? Who are they going to trust? Who are they going to listen to? So you need to figure out a way to help people and reach the masses as well, the way you're helping. Now, it's great if you can help 10 people, but if you can reach 1,000 people, you're going to make more money in the end because you're going to be able to make 1,000 people more money or whatever it is. It's not even making the money. It's just changing your life. If you're in dating, how to get them you know, the perfect match they've ever wanted. If, you, if you're in personal development, how to get them to achieve a certain point in their life that they want to be. You help them first. That's, that's pretty much the key thing. And, and I truly do believe the days of just blatantly selling stuff without having a transfer of credibility are completely destroyed. They're done. Um, just because of, I mean, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but because of people or rogue people like us who go out there and blatantly are always freaking pitching. Yeah. And I saw something the other day. I was like, holy shit, what the <laughs> hell is happening? Um, somebody's launching something and the headline was like $3 million in four days and guarantee you could do it. I was like, holy shit. Wow. I, was like, I wonder why people would just stop launching. I mean, yeah, people stop yeah. buying. Or it's because you see shit like this where it's just a blatant, oh, yeah, here, buy this, the end, and buy then the next thing. But if somebody spent like two grand with you in the end of all this, out of everything that you do, if you can get them to purchase from 37 all the way up to two grand, you better fucking give them some type of value. They spent money with you. These people are going out there working, sometimes fucking working for hours on end to help their family and still supporting you and giving you money. You better go and give them something. Deep. I had this exact same rant on the show. I'm really happy you said that, Dan, because that's spot so that's on. And, I, and I've heard, and that's the thing, from everyone that's moved away from IM into the general marketplace, they've all said the same thing. Stop selling, start helping, and the money will just fall into your lap. You know? 100%. And, and, and it's true, man. It, it really is. Now, I'm going to ask you this question.
you're completely okay to say no because I would, okay. in my in my opinion, I would say no. We've had three or four <laughs> people ask you to link you link the videos that you use to sell to or to warm up the audience. So it's up to you, man. I don't. I wouldn't be comfortable doing it. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, so. I'm gonna give you the link. Just paste it in. All right. <clears throat> hey, hang on. Let me just make sure this is the right link. <laughs> and yes, that is the link. Hold on. And now, just so everybody knows, and just for a fair warning, I'm gonna retarget the hell out of you. So if you want to <laughs> continue seeing my face everywhere, then go ahead and click those links. Um, but I'm sending you all the videos. So all right, I, I'm putting it. Uh, putting it in now. Day two. This is day. Let's see if day three is here. Uh, ah, perfect. Okay, so I named these. This very... is really nice of you, by the way, man. Yeah, because to me, yeah. I would be like, "Look, I, I've given you the blueprint. You need to figure out how to." <laughs> I at least make them sign up, because you know that once they apply it, right? Most people, I don't know about everyone else, but I've gone into products where I'm like, "Oh, I just want to see what these videos are like," and then I go and I try what I'm taught, and then I end up buying some shit. So I would have made them sign up to that that link but that's cool you're I here, mean, man. Here, here's what I have to say you guys are going to be retargeted anyway so click that link and <laughs> I promise you that you will not stop seeing my face um, so that's just a fair warning nice man nice yeah. well you so, have been shared awesome great so last thing I want to end off is Bill um, and I know I keep going on rants sometimes but yeah. you said something that caught my attention it was um, why are you sharing this for free well aside from being on the retargeting pixel which is cool <laughs> a lot of people won't duplicate this. A lot of people won't go out there and do this. Mm -mm. There's a lot that goes into this. I have a full-time videographer that works for me. Um, last year, I really doubled down on the video thing, and I hired a, a videographer. Every three months, he gets a contract and whatever I need. So for example, he has to crank out two videos for me at least 15 minutes each every week. And this is like a life thing, like a day-by-day -day type of thing, almost kind of like a vlog for business. And um, it's worked out so well for me. But here's the thing. I also make him create videos like this. Now, he's somebody who goes out there and shoots music videos professionally, and I hired him. I actually took him from Atlantic Records because him, to me, to my business, he's worth at least well over $100,000 a year. So for me to go out there and he's one of my close friends as well, be able to help my friend out and still be able to get something there. Now, he literally comes over and he sleeps over. He'll just plop a beanbag down and he'll sleep over and he'll wake <laughs> up at 8 a.m. He's like, let's go, we're shooting. And I'm just like, all right. Um, so again, building out a team as well and having the right support system is there for you. But if you're, I can share as many links as you want. I can literally give you access to everything that you want. But unless you're actually going to go out there and do it, you really won't see anything. You, you know, work. that's the problem, though. Is that's how I look at it. Everything that I buy, I try. I'm buying for. I'm buying for the info that much. Yep. Everything that I buy or sign up for, I'm buying to see the entire skeleton, so that I can go out and create it. Yep, a hundred percent. So, and I know that I know that we're rare. Right, but personally, I would even rather sign up through your link. So not only do I see the the, the videos and the retargeting, but I get everything. So that's just my mind, right? It's like the free is good, but for me, I really I'm one of those people. We're all all three of us, obviously, are, are those people who are going to apply and and try out this stuff. But like, good point. <laughs> we've had video. We've had like you know 1,500 unit launches where only 200 or 300 people have watched the videos. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great point. Um, all right. Well, guys, we've, we've reached uh, the hour mark. Um, Dan, since you provided so much damn value, and we don't usually do this, man, um, but since you provided so much value, do you, do you want to pitch something or send people yeah. to a website? I mean, you can do, you can do anything you want, man. The floor, the floor is yours on, on I mean, uh, it might be rare, but I just don't have anything to sell anybody. Um, uh -huh. I, I, I simply don't. I mean, any, I'm, any, I'm, anything I'm, you want to promote or like a brand? I, I mean, you can go to YouTube and watch what I do, but essentially that's I'd just be giving in a lot of info on to what I'm doing. Now, you guys can easily go do that. You can go to YouTube and just search Dan DeSilva and see what I'm doing, kind of how I grow tax the personal brand. But I mean, that's that's really it. That's all I can say. Um, I have nothing to sell, unfortunately. I want your guys' money. That's for sure. I love money. <laughs> you guys want to send me something? Just in my PayPal if you want. Just put in your donate me PayPal. Link. All right, we all right. Go. Everyone will do donations based. <laughs> put in, give Dan what you think this was worth. Yeah, I can do that if you want. Yeah, do it. Send us the pay me link. Yeah, well, what's your no no? What's your what's your PayPal, Dan? I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll type it in, man. This is great stuff. Yeah. 
It was this was this was good stuff, man. You you deserve at least to have a PayPal link. I don't know anyone's gonna use it, but yeah. definitely open up the Dan De Silva donation bin and get a rock. Just you know, if if there was anything, go find go find like a GoFundMe and, and put my name under it. How about that? So I can there you uh, go. yeah, right. go find a GoFundMe or go help somebody out today and just keep going, keep going with this. If this you like the content on today's show. Go find a GoFundMe and fund it with five bucks. Find a good and idea. Fund it with five dollars and put it under Dan's name. There we go. That's for <laughs> his really request. All right. All right. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Well, hey, man. Thanks for your time. I, I, I know you. I know you're busy today. I know you've had kind of a busy week, and I really appreciate you coming on here and just kind of spilling the beans on this. Really, just this in, incredible stuff. So. My pleasure to be here. Yeah, awesome, man, awesome. Um, all right, well, this has been a really badass marketing hour. <laughs> we might have to have guests that talk about directed shit more often. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, um, well, guys, as always, um, you can catch this the replay of this episode on YouTube, uh, on our website, marketinghour.guru, on uh, 99.9% of podcasting apps, on iTunes, um, and uh, we'll see you next week. And if you have any topics you would like us to cover, be sure to uh, let us know by either commenting on the video or sending Bill or I a PM, and when we see enough interest in a topic... We'll make it happen. So, Dan, really, dude, thanks again, man. That that was amazing. Thank you, sir. Of course, guys. My pleasure. See everybody. All righty. Signing off. Have a, have a happy Friday, everyone, and happy weekend.